Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Today's topic is one I see come up time and time again, and it's about saying no. And I've heard people say that saying no is easy. It's just one syllable. No. And that is quite a cute little phrase, but honestly, it doesn't capture the reason behind why it can be so hard to say no. So in this episode, I will talk about how to say no from a tactical place. But before we do that, I want to cover it from an energetic space. Because when we see energetically how we're feeling, how we're thinking, it can help us to see why it's so hard to say no. And then we can use that to create an energy around ourselves that feels good to us so that it is easier to say no from a place that is aligned with our soul. Not a forced effort, not a let me script out my response so I can say no in the perfect way, but a true, genuine, authentic no that feels good good to you. That is what we're doing today. Now, I want to share a work win with you all. The work win that I'm going to share with you today shows you the power of saying no so that you then get to a yes. Before I work with my clients, I do a consultation with them. And then in this call, we figure out what's going on with them in their work, their career, their business, and their life so that we can diagnose where some of the pain points have been, some of the stories that they have that they maybe aren't seeing. So on this consult with this client, we had uncovered the reason she hadn't been deciding between two options. So she had a business and she was scaling it with another a skill set that she wanted to offer, but she had a couple different ways she could go with it. And she had been spinning out, stuck, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth about which of these options to do. And the way she had been tackling it before meeting with me was to continually research and pro and con the two options out. And she'd been doing this for a little while and wasn't getting any clarity. And the reason she wasn't getting clarity was because she was not tackling the problem at a level beyond the problem. She was seeing it as, I don't know which way to go. And then from that place, listing out all the reasons to do each path and getting stuck. But what we need to do is we need to know why she's not deciding. Our brain thinks it's because we don't have enough information or because there's a clear right answer. And if we just dig deep enough, we'll find it. But when we take that approach, we get stuck in the spin of the data, in the investigation of figuring it out. And we don't actually drop into our heart and our soul to see what it is we truly want. And we miss out on the reason we're not deciding. So in this consult, what became clear was the problem wasn't 
knowing how to get the right information to know which of these two paths to do. The problem was the fear she had about what would happen once she decided. So that's what was uncovered in the consult and what that gave her was so much clarity because she now knew spinning around and pro and conning this out any further wasn't going to give her any more clarity. She needed to talk with the fear and she needed to address that fear. So she decided, yes, let's coach together. And we scheduled our call to be coming up in about a week. So now, fast forward a week, we meet. And guess what? She has decided which path to pursue. This decision that had been perplexing her for weeks, months even, about which way to go with her business, she had decided. How did she do this? How was she able to say no to one decision so she could say yes to the other? She stopped tackling the issue from the point of the problem and instead addressed the fear. Because whenever we're in indecision, there's always a reason. There's always a motive. There is some benefit we get from not having decided. And for her, that benefit was not having to deal with the potential failure that could come from choosing and moving forward and going all in and having it not work out. She was afraid of that. That's what had been stopping her. So when she addressed the fear and was able to comfort herself through that fear, she was able to make her choice. And so she came to me in that first session knowing which option she wanted to do. And then from that place, we were able to further coach on the fear to help her continue taking steps forward. Because the fear shows up before the decision. You address it, you comfort it, and then the fear comes up after you've decided. And then it's another opportunity to coach yourself and see what's going on and notice the fear. Not let the fear control you, but honor the fear that's showing up because it has wisdom to give you. And coaching can help you to see what that wisdom is because we can get stuck in our own head. But the point of this work win is to allow you to see in order to say no to a potential option, sometimes what we need to do is acknowledge what's keeping us from saying no, that fear. And fear is the broadest sense of the word. We would want to get more specific. You would want to know what that fear was. You wouldn't maybe just want to call it fear. You would want to dive in to say, hey, what is the fear? And then to have that conversation with fear. So that is the work when I am incredibly proud of this person because what it shows is their willingness to talk to fear, to look fear in the eye and not try to conquer it. We don't have to fight fear. There's, there's so much violence to the way that we talk about addressing fear and it doesn't have to be this brutal battle though it it does I honestly can say it can feel that way it doesn't have to be that we approach it that way we can love on our fear and move through the fear even though it can feel really conflicting and awful we don't have to make it into a big battle So for all of you listening to this work win, what I'd like for you to do is think about a decision that you have that you have not yet made. 
And it might be one you've been thinking about for a little while. And what I'd like for you to do is ask yourself, what is the benefit of me not deciding? Because there is a reason. And I want for you to think about what that might be. What do you get by not deciding? Like in the example I just gave you, that client, what they got by not deciding was this sense of security and safety because before, because once they decide, they would have to put themselves out there. So if they delay the deciding, they delay putting themselves out there and they delay the potential failure. So what about for you? What is the benefit of not deciding? And once you know that benefit, it's your opportunity to truly have some compassion for yourself for whatever comes up. And once you see what comes up, you now know. And so you don't have to let it dictate your indecision anymore. And if you want help with this, schedule a consult with me. It's the first step to coaching together. And it can help you to get clearer on what's happening for you so you can move through it. All right, now let's get into saying no. Like I mentioned in the beginning, we are going to talk about it first from the energy place and then from the tactical place. To help this be a little more grounded, think about an upcoming decision or event or something that you know will be coming up soon that you don't want to do or participate in or be involved with that you want to say no to. Think about that event or activity or whatever it is. Imagine how it would feel to say no. What comes up for you? Is it anxiety? Is it nervousness? Is it stress? Is it insecurity? Is it bliss? Is it empowerment? Is it relief? What is it? And you can think about it almost like, is it an open, good feeling or a restrictive feeling that you don't like? Because that kind of sees where you're at with your perception of what it means to say no. Because we have to address this perception and how you feel lets you know how you think about saying no. If saying no brings up a fear in you or some type of anxious response, you know then you're having thoughts about what it means to say no that are going to either stop you from saying no or cause you a lot of extra stress and and wreak havoc a little bit internally because of what you make it mean to say no. I want you now to think about a decision that you would say yes to, that you would want to say yes to. It might be something coming up, an activity, an event, whatever it might be, something that you are wanting to say yes to. And I want you right now to think about how it will feel to say yes. How does that feel? Nerve-wracking? Exciting? Exhilarating? Relieving? Hopeful? Fearful? What is that feeling? That feeling lets you see how you think about saying yes. So what we've done here 
is we've looked at two different things. One thing that you want to say no to and one thing that you want to say yes to. So both of these, we can see what you're wanting, either a no or a yes. And then we asked you how it would feel to say each thing. My hunch is, if you're listening to to this episode, there's probably a big gap between the feelings of wanting to say no and wanting to say yes. What I tend to find, and it does depend a little bit on the event or the decision that you're making of of, um, how you feel, but in general, people don't feel very bad about saying yes. If they want to say yes, they just say yes, and that's that. But if they want to say no, they tend to have some very um, uncomfortable feelings because of limits they're having about what it means to say no. And what this articulates is what you make it mean to say no is very different than what you make it mean to say yes. So take a moment to answer that question for yourself. What do you make it mean to say no? Do you make it mean you're not a team player? Do you make it mean you're letting others down? Do you make it mean people are going to get upset with you? Do you make it mean nobody's going to invite you to future things? Do you make it mean that you're going to get fired? Do you make it mean that you're putting a mark on your back and it's going to come back to bite you? Do you make it mean that you're standing up for yourself? Do you make it mean that this is you honoring your truth? Do you make it mean that if you want to say no, it's okay to say no and that However, it turns out was how it was meant to turn out. Do you make it mean that saying no is your gift to you and to others and to your team because everyone gets to show up as themselves? What do you make it mean? Do the same thing with yes. What do you make it mean when you say yes? Do you make it mean that you get to do what you want to do? Do you make it mean that here you are showing up for you? No problem. Do you make it really not mean anything at all because it's not a big deal because you wanted to do it, so you said yes, and now you're doing it? What do you make it mean to say yes? We can see here the difference in how we see a no versus a yes, if there is a difference. And another way I think about this is when we want to say no, oftentimes we think we have to justify it. We think we have to explain it. So we either have a genuine reason that feels true to us or we make something up we say oh darn you know i'm feeling under the weather i'm not gonna make it when in fact you feel just fine or we make up a meeting that we had scheduled for that time even though we have no meeting scheduled we think we have to lie In order for it to be okay to say no, we think if we look at the schedule and there's nothing there, then that means we have no reason to say no. But when we want to say yes to something, we don't feel like we have to justify it. We just say yes. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, I'll be there. But if it's a no, it's no, I'm not going to make it. I'm so sorry. My kids are yelling or whatever it might be for you. You feel like you have to justify it. So what I want to offer to you here is you never have to justify your wants, not to anyone, not even really to yourself. You can want to say no just because you want to. You can want to say yes just because you want to. And however you feel about saying yes, if that feels good when you're wanting to say yes, so you say yes, if that feels good, 
Imagine if you could feel and think the same way about saying no. What if you could take the same beliefs and meaning you put behind saying yes when you want to say yes and apply that to saying no when you want to say no? Because you can. Saying no is a gift. It truly is. Because when you say no, what you do, when it's genuinely something that you want to say, when when it's truly a no for you, what you're doing is you are saying yes to your true soul-aligned purpose and path, and you're creating an opening for somebody else to pick that thing up, for somebody else to get to say yes because you said no, for somebody else who maybe really does want to do that thing but doesn't know how or hasn't been given the opportunity because you had the opportunity, but you've just now said no so they get to have it. We don't always know the consequences of saying no. We often imagine them. (laughs) And oftentimes, at least uh, from what I've experienced, is we don't always imagine it in the best outcome. But there could be a great outcome to saying no. And even if you're afraid that by saying no, you're going to get a mark, and then all of a sudden, a month from now, it'll come back up to bite you, and you'll be fired or whatever, even if we go there— It might seem like that no had a terrible consequence, but what you might not realize yet at that moment is what that does is it opens you up to start looking for another career that you hadn't considered before because you were in that position or to lean in more on that entrepreneurial endeavor that you're wanting to start but haven't had a compelling case yet. This now gives you one. You don't really know the full impact of saying no. And you might see a short-term negative result, but you're missing the long-term benefit that it could bring. And the short-term benefit, which is you being true to you. You getting to be true to you. Because there's also quite a long-term cost to saying yes when you truly, genuinely want to say no. The long-term cost is you getting burnt out on a path of continually using your energy for things you're not meant to do that you genuinely don't want to do, but yet you do them because you think you have to. And that can cause so much emotional exhaustion and physical exhaustion to the point where you can make yourself mentally, physically, emotionally sick over it. There's a long-term cost to saying yes when we don't want to say yes. Now, I anticipate some pushback here. I anticipate you might be thinking, Lisa, I have to go to that job that I don't want to do because it's how I make money and I need that money to pay the bills. And what I'd offer to you is then it might not be a genuine no. Because really... Ask yourself, do you want to go to that job? The answer might be no. I know I don't want to go to that job. Okay, what does that job represent for you? It represents security. It represents money for the groceries. It represents financial well-being. Okay, do you want financial well-being, security? paying the bills. Yes. 
Yes, that's a genuine yes. You want that. Okay, great. So you're saying yes to that, but you're saying no to the job because you don't like the specific job you're doing. But there is a yes within it. The result that the job brings you is a yes, but the way getting there, the job itself, is a no. Okay, so we know what we want, and currently we're getting it from this job. But the fact that you're a genuine no to the job, which is the way to get the result of the financial security and well-being that you're looking for, that's kind of how you've posed it to yourself in your mind, the way to get there is the no, but the outcome is the yes. So what this means is, okay, I'm a yes for the results that I'm getting. I'm a yes. Go to that job knowing you're a yes for the benefits that you get from the job. The pieces of a job that are a no are the things you then want to parse out. Is it the job or is it my specific position? Is it the way I've been showing up in the job? Is it the way I've been thinking about the job? Is it my specific team? Is it that I have an idea that I want to pursue in this job that I haven't brought up because I'm scared and so now I'm in this position when I can see this other possibility but I'm not bringing it up? Like You want to get clear on the part that you're a no on as well. Because we know what you're a yes on about that job now, and we know you said no, you don't like the job, but you want to know what you're saying no to. And it doesn't have to be like, why are you saying no? It's more of a, what are you saying no to? What about the job? And hear what your brain has to say. Because when you know the what, you know the point to change the point to fix. It might not be the company. It might be the specific role you're in. It might be the industry. It might be one specific avenue that if changed, things would be different. And what I'd offer to you is if you realize that the no is this specific industry or this role in this company, and I don't want to stay in this company, is the no. Okay, you now know that. What I'd invite for you to do is ask yourself, is this something that I want to stay in to build my skill set before I make a move? And hear what you say. Hear that genuine response within. And it's also an opportunity if you decide, you know what? Long-term, this is a no. Short-term, yes, Yes, I want to build my skill set. Yes, this can build my resume. Yes, this is going to get me future career moves. Now you know that it's a yes for now. It's a yes for now. You maybe didn't know that before, but now you see it. So then what you want to do is you want to say no to how you've been thinking about that job or about that role. Because it's not this dead-end job anymore that just pays the bills. It's the pathway to build your skill set to the career you want, and it's giving you security and financial stability along the way. Oh my goodness, what a yes to say yes to. What this does is it shows you genuinely, truly where your no's are and where your yeses are so you can transform. Now, that gives you some clarity on how you're feeling and thinking about different aspects of your life, things you've been maybe wanting to say no to, and things you've been saying yes to. And what this does is it gets you specific so you know and can target certain areas so you know where your point of impact is, so you know what to change. 
And sometimes this conversation can get a little sticky because we're so in it. We have emotions around things like our job and our finances. And so if if you are doing listening to this podcast episode, you might need to rewind it a little bit and re-listen to these parts to, to slow it down and pause it and answer these questions as you go. Because what I'm sharing with you is could be a full-on self-coaching session with yourself. It also could be a great example of how coaching could be so beneficial for you to help slow yourself down, parse out what's really going on to hear what the no is and what the yes is and how to move forward. Okay, let's now shift to the second part of this episode, which is about the tactics. How do we say no when we know we want to say no to something? First step, you need to get in a good energetic space. And I don't mean that you need to feel positive and happy and alive and aligned from this like woo, happy, floating in the sky type of place. I think sometimes that's what people think when we're talking about approaching these types of conversations. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying and what I find helps for how to approach the no is to do it as in a win-win mentality. I think of no's as gifts and I think of them as win-win always. Because if something genuinely is a no for me, then it is a win-win for me to say no. A win for me and a win to whatever I'm saying no to because it's not aligned. So one, see it as a win-win. Approach it as a gift. Two, I want you to build your belief in yourself. So what this looks like is before you go to have that conversation or to say no to something, Take some time to let yourself know that no matter what, you will be there for you. Whatever the outcome, whatever repercussion, you will be there for you. Then three, I want you to realize or let yourself believe that even if it feels awful right now to say no, which it could, long term, it could open up so many doors that you might not even be seeing yet. So that's how I want you to start. And those are all really still internal things for you to do. Tactics to set yourself up to say no. So now that you're in this place where you're seeing it more as a gift and you have an idea of it being a win-win and you're noticing that short-term might feel bad, but long-term this could really make a difference, What I want you to do, the fourth step, is to accept the fact that it still might feel really uncomfortable to say no. Because especially right now, you're building the skill. So it's going to feel a little uneasy because of how often you've thought negatively about saying no because of the way you've been approaching it. It doesn't mean it has to feel uncomfortable. You might immediately shift and it feels relieving and it feels good and it feels open and allowing to say no. If that's the case for you, go for it. But I want to offer this fourth step to being allowing it to be okay to feel uncomfortable because then you know it's not that anything's gone wrong if you feel uncomfortable. Our brains have reactions. So if you have already checked in with yourself and you genuinely know that it's a no, 
and your brain still has a reaction that allows you to feel uncomfortable, you can just think, okay, human me is having a moment. They are not loving that I'm about to say no. And I can own and respect that. And even in this discomfort, the guilt, the shame, the paranoia, the panic, the anxiety, the nerves, the fear, the stress, even in whatever the emotion is, I can still say no. I can let it be okay to feel uncomfortable without making it mean that I'm doing something wrong. Because it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. And often that's what happens is we maybe pump ourselves up to say no. We go to say no, whether it's literally out loud a no to somebody or it's something in writing. And we notice we feel really anxious or stressed. And we make that mean, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't say no. But what I want you to do instead is make that discomfort mean you are showing up for yourself at a whole new level. And you are going to be there for yourself even when it's uncomfortable. So the discomfort can actually mean lean into it, embrace it, love yourself for doing this thing that's really hard feeling right now. Knowing it doesn't have to stay that way. And it's okay if it does because you can handle it because you have your own back lean into the discomfort and you can let that be okay. Now, the next step is for you to actually verbalize your response. I don't spend as much time here with the actual how to say no, because when you do the other steps that we've outlined, the words will come more easily and more will flow more naturally from you. You might not even find that you need to spend a lot of time thinking about how you actually say it if you've done the other steps. But as you're building the skill, I will give you some specific tactics that I like to use to say no. So now we're going to get really tactical. The first thing I'll do is when presented with something I have to decide yes or no to, is I will give myself time because I know my immediate response is usually yes. But that doesn't always mean it's my soul aligned response. So the first thing I'll do is I'll give myself time. And the way I do that is I'll say something like, let me get back to you on that. Uh, Let me sleep on it. I'll circle back at the next meeting to let you know what I think. I want to take a moment to really think this over so I can give you a genuine Uh, response here that will best serve all of us. So we'll be back with you in a day or two. Those are all different phrases that you could use. If it's more of a text, you could not respond or you could respond and say, hey, wanted to let you know I did get this text and I'm thinking on it. I'll get back to you soon. If it's an actual invite, like a calendar invite, you could respond tentative. And that's an indication that, hey, you've seen this and you're mulling it over. So that's what I offer to you. And then the thing that you'll want to do is actually respond. <laughs> like sometimes we buy ourselves time and then we try to like fade away. It's like when you moonwalk backwards out of the room, you know, that fun little thing. It's not that. You don't want to like tiptoe out (laughs) of the space to never respond and hope they don't notice. You do want to circle back and say yes or no. So let's say you've taken some time. It is a soul aligned no. So then 
what do you do? How do you actually say the word no? This is where those steps really come into play. You approach it like a gift. You see that it could be a win-win. You show up for yourself. You let it be okay that you're feeling uncomfortable. And now you speak the truth. And if it's coming from a win-win place, it might sound something like, hey, thank you so much for this opportunity. I know last we spoke, you were asking if I'd be interested in leading this project. I have given it a lot of thought and it's a no. It just doesn't seem like the best fit. I really appreciate you thinking of me. So-and-so may be a better option to consider and here's why. So that's one option. And what that option does is it, one, creates that win-win. You show up like a team player. And two, you're not just ending on the no. You are giving another solution. You do not have to do this, but I find in an organization setting, it's a really good idea to come with your no and a next step forward. Because what that does is it moves the conversation along. One, it shows that you're not just saying no because you don't care. It's showing that you genuinely do care. You have thought about it. And here's another way to pursue it. Here's something else that could work. You're giving them the next steps that the conversation doesn't just stay stuck. And well, why did you say no? And you having to justify yourself over and over again. It gives you another option. And it gives them this win collaborative feel where they get to bounce this new idea you've presented off um, with you so that you can move forward from there. So that's one way. Another option is simply, thanks so much. I'm not going to make it. I hope you have fun. Thanks so much. I'm not going to make it. I hope you have fun. Or you could say, sounds like quite an adventure. You all have a wonderful time. Maybe I'll make the next one not going to make it around this time. But only say it like that if all of those things feel true. Because what sometimes happens is we go to say no and then we start to sugarcoat it. And I don't want you to sugarcoat it. I want you to always respond from a place of truth because that's what you're doing here is you're building that skill of being connected with you. And if you build that skill, approaching it Not from, oh my God, they're going to be so angry that I'm not saying yes. And instead, okay, this is a win-win. This could be a win-win here. I've got my back. It's okay that I'm saying no. This could be the best thing for the team. If you approach from that place, then authentically, the words that come out of your mouth will be more geared from that place. Those are some examples for how to say no. Remembering always to not sugarcoat it or lie. You could say, I'm busy. And your busyness could truthfully be you sitting on the couch watching Netflix. And if that doesn't feel true to you, you could say, I've got plans. And your plan might literally be that you left your evening empty so that you could just relax and do what flows. Flowing is a plan. It's just not a plan that made an invite on your calendar. Like it's not like a meeting block, but it is what you planned on doing. So that's not lying. It's you being honest and you don't have to have a specific thing booked on your calendar for you to be able to say no. 
your lack of an invite or lack of an event on your calendar is also a reason to say no because you might really value that space. The last thing I want to bring up, because those steps will help you forward. Those examples for how to say no can help you forward. But the last thing that I want to share with you is that genuine check that it really is a no. Because sometimes, like the example I gave about the job, on the initial surface level, it's a no. But when we ask really what we're saying no to, we get to see the truth of it. It might not be the job. It might be an aspect of the job, or it might be that we like the job for what it brings us now, and we want to change that job moving forward. And so it's a yes for now, no for later, and what we can do then is saying no to the limiting way we've been approaching that job. So really genuinely check in with yourself and get to know the true no's from the surface knows so that you can get clear on what it is that you really want, how you want to move forward from a genuine soul-lined place, then use this win-win collaborative approach where short-term it might feel bad, but long-term you can see there could be benefits for you and those involved in the decision, knowing you might feel uncomfortable, saying it anyways from a place authentic to you. That's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Have fun. Enjoy the process and say no. Thanks for joining the episode today. And to celebrate the launch of this podcast, I am raffling some free prizes. First, access to my soul-filled self-confidence course. Second, access to my drop the need to people please course. And third, a readout with me to go over your Enneagram personality type. Now, here's how you can be entered in to win one of these prizes. You'll rate or review or subscribe to my podcast, and then you'll send me an email at lisa at believeseed.com to let me know.